Kathy Zipp, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today I'm here with Shaw Lyons, a Research and Development Systems Engineer at Maxwell Technologies. Shaw is here to talk about how ultracapacitor storage technology can help solve issues with solar energy's variability. So welcome, Shaw. Hi, Kathy. Thanks for having me. Uh, Shaw, can you start off by telling me a bit about Maxwell Technologies and its role in the solar market? We kind of got into really the renewables market in a haphazard way. We started off back in 1965 as a research and engineering company. In the late 80s, we started playing around with ultracapacitors and that developed into a real market in the 2000s, mostly in pitch control for wind turbines. So there's a storm and a power outage. You need some reliable backup to feather your blades on the wind turbine to make sure that you don't spin out of control. And that became one of our primary markets. So that got us excited about the renewables and started looking at the solar market. And we're just starting to enter into the solar market and figure out where we would best play with it. Now we can delve into some questions to perhaps find out where Maxwell would fit into the solar market. So, Shaw, I know that variability of solar energy can cause issues when you're integrating solar into the grid. Can you discuss some of these issues? Yes. As with any large load, solar power you can think of as just a large negative load. It's something that switches on and off. It gives power to the grid instead of takes power. If you don't match the loads and the producers, you can have sags in frequency or sags in voltage, which will cause the other users of that power to have their breakers switch off. So we actually started looking at this problem because we started hearing from solar producers that this can be a problem, especially when they're on large branch lines and they represent a large portion of the power producers in that area. And we realized that we had actually already tackled this problem in a different location. Actually, in Shanghai, in China, they built a new port. And it happens to be at the end of a 20-mile bridge. It has 23 large cranes for loading and unloading things off of ships. And they had a variability problem, not unlike the solar producers out in the desert. They solved that problem with, with a 3-megawatt rated energy storage device made with Maxwell ultracapacitors. We gave them about 20 seconds of reserve power, and with that, they were able to smooth the transitions of the cranes turning on and off, enough that their 20-mile line was able to reliably supply power without any brownouts or grayouts when all the cranes started operating. So that got us excited and think, oh, well, maybe we can do this in other locations. Maybe we can do it for solar in California especially as solar starts to represent a larger portion of California's renewables. And that's really the stage that we are right now. We're basically excited about the idea, and we're starting to put in demonstrators to really quantify what we can do for solar. Can you talk a little bit more about how using ultracapacitor-based energy storage could be a solution to this issue? Similar to the deep water port, the solar supplier has a cloud go over them. Their output's going to drop fairly rapidly. How rapid the cloud comes over them, of course. People still want to run their air conditioners. People still want to have the lights on in their buildings. So typically there's some handoff that goes up to a power plant. The grid talks about ramp rates. 
you want to have a power plant output more power, you can't turn it on instantly. There's inertia in the turbines. Pretty common spec for power plants is a five-minute ramp rate. They can go from off to on, but it takes about five minutes. Well, the disconnect with solar is they can turn off in substantially less than five minutes. So what we're looking at is not to try and store solar energy and use it at other times, but just simply to smooth that output so that when a cloud comes over a solar plant, its output will slowly decrease over five minutes so that the power plant that needs to replace it can ramp up and fill the gap without any mismatch in energy usage. What we found is statistically very little energy is actually needed to smooth solar that way. Backup energy storage of about 90 seconds worth of backup power with a total power rating of around 50% of the solar plant rating is sufficient to ensure 50% a five-minute ramp down and then a five-minute ramp up when the sun comes back out, which is not a lot of energy, especially when you consider battery systems are typically sized for 15, 30 minutes. And so that's where we started getting excited because ultracapacitors are very good at high power, low amount of time. This is starting to look like something that we're interested in because we need to be able to back up 50% of the rated solar from plant output. And we only need about 90 seconds of backup. We need to do this hundreds of thousands of times because you can imagine lots of clouds pass over solar plants throughout the course of a year. This is starting to look like something that ultracapacitors are uniquely good at. So you can smooth with batteries also, and that actually has been demonstrated several times at this point. There's ongoing demonstration sites in Hawaii doing exactly the same smoothing that we're talking about, only with a battery system. And so the concept of solar smoothing is starting to get at least some academic credibility at this point. We're looking at stepping into this area because of the low amount of backup time needed and the relatively high amount of power. We think that a much more cost-effective solution, especially when you look at the lifetime of the plant, would be an ultracapacitor rather than a battery for this storage because ultracapacitors inherently don't have any chemistry to them. They're all just storing energy based on electrostatic charge. They can be cycled nearly indefinitely, cycle tests well beyond a million cycles with no significant degradation. Whereas batteries, you're breaking and reforming bonds inside of the battery, and so inherently something is going to eventually wear out. Ultracapacitors, while they don't have the same energy density as a battery, they have a cycle life in the millions, which can match a solar array's typical 20-year rated life, since you only need about 90 seconds of backup power based on our early analysis. It's starting to look like you could probably install for around the same cost as a battery, but have an expected life that matches the plant with no maintenance required, rather than battery systems, which are currently being demonstrated and typically have a maintenance plan or full change out somewhere in the three to five year range. Very interesting. Shaw, can you note any projects in the U.S. where Maxwell has used ultracapacitor-based storage and tell how this technology has benefited that project? The only currently installed project for energy smoothing is the Port of Shanghai project that I mentioned earlier. However, we currently have an ongoing project with the CEC so the California Energy Commission, to do a demonstrator site. And we expect to have this up and running early this coming year. It starts with the first phase where we're doing a very small installation, about 30 kilowatts, sited at UCSD with a concentrated solar voltaic plant. 
it's really data collection and demonstrating the smoothing capability. After we get some better data collection from that, about six months later, we're going to do a second phase situated out in the desert near San Diego. And it'll be 250 kilowatts. And at this point, we should be able to start seeing the actual impact to the local grid around the site and show what the benefits of smoothing are in the reduction of variability to the local customers. Shaw, can you tell us what else Maxwell Technologies is excited about going into next year? In the grid realm, we're really excited about getting some actual data collection sites out there and starting to get some history as to what is really required for the reliability that grid customers want. Grid is a very conservative market. They tend to want things that last for a very long time and are extremely reliable and hardly ever need to be serviced because they are trying to deal with very large infrastructure projects and they really don't want to have to replace or maintain things on a regular basis. So getting these demonstrator sites out there and seeing how small can you make it to serve its job and how reliable is it in that application, that's what's really getting me excited. That's the kind of information that will really pop when they look at ultra capacitors in comparison to batteries for the same potential moving application. All right. Well, we've been speaking with Shaw Lines of Maxwell Technologies. You can find out more about Maxwell at maxwell.com. And Shaw, thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you, Kathy. It was a pleasure. This has been another edition of Solar Speaks. I'm Kathy Zip, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for listening, and please look for a new podcast every Friday.